May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Pony Stampede podcast. Uh, I had planned on talking a little bit about how fall camp was going so far for the football team, but with the release of the men's basketball schedule, let's talk a little bit about that instead. I'll get your uh, football updates here in a little bit. Um, Again, I am your host, Jordan Hoffeditz, and let's take a look at what the SMU basketball team just released. Um, It's a home-heavy schedule. Uh, There are still some not so interesting matchups, but I think for the most part, uh, this is a schedule fans can get excited about. Uh, regular season opens November 7th against AM Commerce. Uh, SMU then immediately goes on the road November 11th to Dayton. Then they're home for a four game homestand. Host New Mexico on November 15th. Evansville November 19th. Louisiana, November 22nd, and Lamar, November 27th. They then go to Texas A&M on November 30th, host Jackson State December 3rd, and Arizona State on December 7th. Then there it is, the TCU matchup, December 10th, it's a Saturday, at Dickey's Arena. It's in Fort Worth, but a neutral site, and also where... SMU plays in its conference tournament. Uh, non-conference wraps up with the Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic. That bracket has been released. SMU opens against Iona on the 22nd. We'll then face either Seattle or Utah on the 23rd. And we'll wrap up with a final game on the 25th. Uh, in case you missed it, the... AAC schedule, the opponents have been announced, the dates and times have not yet been announced. SMU will play home and away against Cincinnati, East Carolina, Houston, Memphis, South Florida, Tulane, Tulsa, and Wichita State. They will only play Temple at Moody, and they will only play Central Florida in Orlando. So that's the full schedule um let's break it down a little bit obviously Dayton um that had kind of been announced uh that this series was continuing um New Mexico uh had put SMU on their non-conference schedule when they released it earlier as did A&M uh and there were obviously rumblings about the Evansville game Arizona State had kind of been announced and then the TCU game is obviously what everyone was waiting for. Uh, I I think with uh, Coach Lanier coming in, I think he put together probably the best non-conference schedule the Mustangs have had in a few years. Uh, like I said, I mean, Evansville isn't Lamar. They aren't going to uh, get the hordes into Moody. But you kind of take those games now as you try and build up your schedule a little bit. 
Um, obviously, the A&M game is, is a big one. Uh, Arizona State's nice to have on the schedule. Uh, Jackson State's a, an interesting, nice little addition there. Um, I think when you when you break it down, you know the your only road true road games of non conference are Dayton and A and M. Uh, I think that helps uh, your your schedule. Uh, you then obviously have the neutral site game with TCU and the neutral site tournament games uh, at the Diamond Head Classic. Honestly, I think this is what people wanted to see, kind of beef up that schedule a little bit. I think if SMU continues uh, to have success and shows that they can be a, a solid opponent for teams, draw good crowds at home on the road, I think you'll see this schedule continue to get better. Um, no, I don't think we're talking, you know, the, the Dukes and Kentuckys of the world, but I think uh, you can set up some nice home and homes with some some quality opponents that will will be fun, that will be, you know, meaningful games when it comes to schedule strength and, and NCAA tournament talk, and uh, this puts you in the right direction. Uh, I'll break down a, a few more interesting things when we get back from this break. Welcome back to the Pony Stampede podcast. Again, I am Jordan Hoffeditz, and let's dive into the schedule a little bit. Uh, looking at it, Anim Commerce, this will be their first year playing Division I, uh, joining the Southland. They moved up from D2. Uh, their football team won a national title there. Uh, the basketball team that finished 17-9 and last year made the D2 NCAA tournament. Dayton is a more familiar opponent out of the Atlantic 10. They, too, like SMU, made the second round of the NIT last year. SMU lost there after winning at home. Uh, the two teams also split a home-and-home -home series in the 2006-07 and 2007-08 seasons. New Mexico, SMU went 0-3 against them when they played against each other back in their WAC days. Uh... The Lobos are now in the Mountain West, and SMU got their first win in the series with an 18-point victory there on the road last season. This is the return leg of that home-and-home -home series. Uh, going into the Evansville game, Evansville out of the Missouri Valley Conference, last year's game was canceled. This is making up for it. Uh, obviously, SMU won their uh, close two-point victory in the 2019-20 season. Uh, Evansville is coming off a 6-24 campaign. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette comes out of the Sun Belt Conference. Uh, Coach Lanier and his Georgia State team beat them in the Sun Belt Conference Tournament Championship last year. Uh, Louisiana played Houston last year, uh, of course, with the Cougars winning. Uh, they went 16-15 a year ago. Uh, the two teams did meet, uh, splitting a pair of games back in the 60s. Then comes Lamar. Lamar is back in the Southland Conference after spending a year in the WAC. SMU is 5-0 all-time against them. Uh, they are coming off a 2-27 season. Uh, Texas A&M, I went into this a little bit when A&M released their schedule uh, a little bit ago. 
Um, but let's just take a look at a couple things real quick. It'll be their first meeting since the 2013-14 season. Uh, SMU won that game 55-52 to in Corpus Christi. Uh, that was a season where they had to vacate some victories. Uh, the last time they played in College Station was the 2008-09 season. A&M won that game by 10. Uh, SMU leads the series... 91 to 87 although officially that's 90 to 87 uh they met for the first time all the way back in 1918 1919 season the aggies won the first 15 games of the series smu would go on to dominate the series in the 40s and 50s and now they are renewing that a little bit here now uh, A&M, of course, last year, out of the SEC, of course, last year they lost to Xavier by one in the NIT championship game, and they beat Washington State, who eliminated SMU in the semifinal. Uh, Jackson State, uh, there's a little bit of history there. Uh, SMU uh, lost to them in 11-12 and beat them in 1920. Uh, Jackson State will not uh, does not fear playing some some well-known names. They played Indiana, Marquette, and Iowa State last year. Uh, they finished 11-19 overall. A lot of that was due to their tough non-conference schedule. They went 9-9 nine and nine in non-conference after going 2-10 and 10, uh, in non-conference. Then comes the Arizona State game. This was a series that was supposed to start. Uh, COVID knocked that out and delayed it a little bit. Um, Arizona State is coming off a 14 and 17 season. SMU is 0 and 4 all time against them. Then the big one, TCU. This was one. Uh, there were some question marks around it. There were rumblings of this game uh, happening, and then TCU released their non-conference schedule, and this wasn't on it. Uh, some some people with a keen eye and some math skills and everything else pointed out the fact that there. Seemed like there was a game missing uh, on TCU's non-conference schedule, and it was. I don't know if they just wanted to wait. I don't know if they still had some details to iron out, but they seem to be ironed out. SMU and TCU are playing each other December 10th at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. Uh, TCU coming off a second-round NCAA tournament. They had five wins against ranked opponents. Uh, won 21 games last year. Uh, this is the first meeting since the 2018 and 19 season. TCU won that game and the year before uh, that had snapped a five game winning streak that lasted from the 2011 to 2016 17 seasons. They have not played since. Hopefully, this is a sign that that series will continue. Uh, the last known non conference game is Iona. They were a first-round NIT team last year on a roster that included uh, former SMU player Tyson Jolly. Uh, they beat then number 10 Alabama last year. Uh, there will be a little familiarity. This will be the first meeting between the teams, but uh, Ricardo Wright, who comes from Marist, uh, is in the same conference as Iona. I think all in all, you know, there are a couple games where you say SMU, those are their must-win games. Uh, there are a couple games where there would be some good wins, and then they're just the the A and M and 
and TCU games are just fun games. Uh, I think it's great. There's there's too much good college basketball in the state to not play those types of games. Uh, there's too much rivalry history between SMU and TCU not to play those games. Um, it's just good to see. Uh, congrats to uh, Coach Lanier for, for working with Coach Dixon and, and making that TCU game happen again. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if this is a series, if there's a neutral Dallas site maybe that it goes to next year um, or what they'll do with that. Uh, let's just be happy that it is on the schedule this year. Um, and who knows, you know, maybe there are some other other games that can can spawn from uh, a schedule like this in the future. Um, subscribe, like, check out the Pony Stampede website. Uh, we've got a lot of good fall camp football content on there. I'll be coming back in a couple days with a fall camp podcast update. So I will talk to you then. Have a good one.